I recently helped hundreds of people achieve more in a few months than they had the previous several years. And now I'm getting ready to open up another challenge where I want to help you do the same. Here is actually a short testimonial of someone who was in that challenge. This challenge was hands down the best thing I did all year. And I appreciate the time, energy, and heart that you put into it. My name is Dr. Benjamin Hardy. I'm an organizational psychologist and best-selling author of many books that have now sold millions of copies. Click the link down below and watch this free training where I will show you these frameworks on how you can achieve more in the next 90 days than you possibly have in the last five to 10 years. Click the link down below and watch the training before it goes away. In this short video, I'm going to explain to you the single easiest activity or behavior you can do that will lead to positive outcomes. So there's a concept in physics, but also in philosophy called qualia. Qualia is basically the properties of an experience. And so for example, if I pick up my phone, that's a qualia. Qualia is just the experience of me picking up a phone. If I eat a strawberry, that's a qualia. Qualia, like it's, it's the taste of a strawberry. So qualia is the framing or the idea of a subjective experience. And so what the research shows is that certain qualia lead to other similar qualia. It's like if you watch a YouTube video, that qualia or that experience is going to likely lead to other similar qualia, which would be watching other YouTube videos. It's In simple terms, it basically means that like attracts like. And so if you engage in a certain behavior, if you have a certain experience, that experience is likely going to lead to other similar experiences. It it's, it's also fits with the idea of gateway drugs, that if you do a certain drug, that experience is likely, it's not guaranteed, but it's likely to lead to other similar experiences and take you down a various rabbit hole. Another way of explaining this is the idea that like attracts like or what you focus on expands. And that if you're having a certain experience, that experience is increasing the probability of having other similar experiences down the rabbit hole. Why do I say all this? I say all this to say that I want to share with you in this video one simple activity that if you do it, it will increase the likelihood of you having more of what you want. And it's really a simple journaling activity is all you do. And Dan Sullivan and I actually wrote an entire book on the subject called The Gap and the Gain. But the idea is, is that on any given day or time, even right now, if you want to, what you would want to do is just simply write down the things in your day that went well. Now, this can be difficult because sometimes we have a a trained way of looking for the negative. So for example, you could be at the end of the day and you can just say, well, nothing really went great that day. Nothing, I didn't accomplish any of my goals. But back to the idea of what you focus on expands. What you want to do is learn how to notice the good. You know, a lot of times people even say, notice God's hand. At the end of the day, rather than looking at your phone, rather than inputting you on an output, if you just write down three things you're grateful for from that day, not only will you actually be happier as a person, and there's a lot of research that shows that optimism generally is tied to having about 10 more years of life. The reason being is, is that you're framing the same experiences in a positive way. And from an epigenetic standpoint, perception takes your experience and turns it into your biology. So if one person lives a day and they frame it as either neutral or negative, and, this, and, and another person has literally the same experiences, but they frame it as positive or useful, that person will essentially metabolize the experiences. They'll take that experience their perception will take that experience and ultimately turn it into their biology. So having a more positive frame is a lot easier on your system. It leads to health. It leads to being anti-fragile versus fragile. And so if you train your brain at the end of the day to find three things you're grateful for, you're going to have a positive mindset, but also you have just framed that day as a positive. You framed it as an asset, not a liability. And by framing it as an asset, something you're positive for, and by seeing the positive, not only are you healthier, but also you're now training your brain to find more things to be grateful for. This is usually something that happens is, is that if you're asked, for example, to write 
three things you're grateful for this day, whatever you focus on expands. And so if you write three things down, chances are you'll be able to like more things will start popping up. Oh, wow. I didn't even notice that. Or wow, wow, wow. And so yes, it makes you happier, which means you're metabolizing your experiences in a more healthy way, which means you're healthier and will likely live a lot longer. But it also frames your past as a positive and it frames your past as an asset, not a liability. And it also just shows a lot of research that if you just write down three things you're grateful for, close your journal, go to bed, that that actually is very good for your sleep. Rather than inputting, you output. I actually love the quote that I recently heard, which is that what you do in the last 30 minutes of your day and what you do in the first 30 minutes of your day shows what you most worship. I thought that's crazy. I think about most people are staring at their phone, right? And so what do they worship? They worship their phone and they worship social media and they worship what other people are doing. They worship other people's opinions. So if you let go of the input and what other people are doing and you just simply write down three things. Now, here's where I'm going to tweak the research on gratitude. This is the thing that I think is most powerful and leads to more of what you want is is similar to looking for the three things you're grateful for. What you would do is you just simply write down, pull out your journal. You could do it at any time in the day and just write down three things that went well that day. And it might take a second to flex that muscle. If you're just starting this out, you might not be very good at finding three good things. But as you find little things, you'll get better and better at reshaping your perspective. You get what you're looking for and you can train your mind to look for the good. And back to the idea of folia, if you're framing your perspective and your past and you're looking for the good, guess what? You're going to start expecting more of that. Just simply take out your journal. It's really simple. Take out your journal and just write down three things that went well this day. It's that simple. And what you're doing is, is whatever you focus on expands, whatever you're looking for, you create more of. And, and as you start learning how to see the good in your past, you're going to start expecting more of that from the future. And this is a really key and important concept in positive psychology. Positive psychology, your experience in the present is basically two things. It's one, having a positive past and having a purposeful or an exciting future. And the past is how you frame it. There's a great quote on this from Dr. Brent Slife. Dr. Brent Slife is an incredible psychologist, and he wrote a book all about the psychology of time called Time and Psychological Explanation. And in that book, he said that it's more accurate to say that the present causes the meaning of the past than to say that the past causes the meaning of the present. What he's saying is, is it's not the past that determines the present. It's actually the present that determines the meaning of the past. There's a lot of people that talk about in neuroscience that all experience is a reconstruction. Like you, for example, you don't see me. You don't see the real me. You actually see a reconstruction of me in your brain. Um, and when you're thinking about your past, you're not actually seeing the past. You're reconstructing it based on your current context, your current mindset, your current emotions, your current perspective, your current viewpoint, your current purpose. You can actually become very purposeful about your past and you can have a purpose of, I'm going to actually learn from this experience. You can go to some trauma and turn into post-traumatic growth. This happened for me, not to me. You can squeeze more juice out of your experience and therefore your experience is going to be, can be a byproduct of your conscious choosing rather than you being the byproduct of your experience. Just really simply, the main idea is like attracts like and you can actually proactively shape what you got out of today. You can just write down, here are the key things that I got out of today. And by choosing choosing how you and being conscious and thoughtful about how you look at the past, you will then expect and create more of that in the future. And you can get to the point where you become extremely skilled at not only finding benefits or gains or progress or good things, even in a seemingly, you can find needles in a haystack. You can get brilliant at that. So the day looks like it just totally went to pit, totally nothing really good happened. But then you can just ask, well, what are three things that are good? What are three things I learned today? Well, it doesn't have to be three, but like, what's even one thing? 
that now I know differently than my past self, even if it all went to failure, what do I now know that my past self didn't know? How am I now different and more informed than I was before? What's one or two good things that did happen? Oh, then you start to get better and better at finding those good things and seeing that, wow, then you've framed today as an asset rather than a liability. And it's better to have a past that's an asset, a past that's continuing to benefit the present and the future than a liability that's draining the present and the future. It's your choice whether your past is an asset or liability. If your past is an asset, then it's continually benefiting and making better your present and future, making them bigger and more useful. Whereas if it's a liability, then you believe that your past is causing you to be what you are. You're letting the past drive your present rather than letting the present drive the past. And ultimately, you're not taking ownership and responsibility of your life. How you frame your past is going to create your expectations for what's going to happen in the future. So if you believe that today was terrible, then what's going to make you think that tomorrow is going to be any better? This is also something that high achievers are plagued with. A lot of times people, and this fits with what's called the hedonic treadmill, that oftentimes high achievers, they achieve a goal and then they feel like trash because they move, they kind of, uh, they measure themselves against kind of like what Dan Sullivan would call the horizon line. It's like if you're moving, if you're chasing the horizon, the horizon's going to keep moving. You're never going to get to the horizon. But if you're always measuring yourself against others or where you think you should be and you're devaluing the progress you've made, then you don't feel good about where you are, even if you've accomplished a lot of things. And if you don't feel good about your past, then you can't expect that you're going to feel any different or better in the future. In fact, I will say this more directly and I will say it again. How you frame and feel about your past is actually going to create your expectation for more in the future. If you feel negative about your past, then you can expect that you're going to feel negative in your future. If you reframe your past and choose to see the good and choose to create meaning and positive value out of your past, and if you start to proactively shape your selective attention, focus on the good things and create meaning out of those good things and emphasize those good things and create value, squeeze more juice out of that experience, then you will find and create more of those things. The qualia will lead to better qualia, more and more of the good. Like attracts like, what you focus on expands. Keep it simple. Just write down sketchy bullet points. Today, these three things, these three good things happen. Boom. Solidify it. This is called integration. And then by focusing on that, your brain will automatically start expecting more of it tomorrow. How you frame your past will shape your expectations of what's to come in the future. It's your choice to focus on and frame the good things. And then ultimately you get better and better at creating good things. One other final thing I'm going to say here is this. You have input, input comes in, you have process, and then you have output. And what I'm talking about here is that you have an input and experience and you're the processor. You're the one who takes that input, processes it, and then turns it into output. Some people will take input and they'll negatively process it, which will turn into negative outputs. Other people will take the same input, process it into something positive and get positive outputs. But as you change your processor, meaning as you transform yourself and how you frame and shape experiences, not only will you take inputs, and by the way, there's a lot of research on this. One of my favorite studies is called Mindsets Over Milkshakes. And it just talks about how like literally how people believed, what people believed about a certain milkshake determined how their body impacted it. Some people were told that they were given like a healthy 120 calorie milkshake Others were told it was an indulgent 600 calorie milkshake. Both people were actually given the same milkshake, 300 calories. But the people who thought it was healthy, literally their body digested it as like they were actually physically, like they mentally, they thought they were hungry, but also physically their blood had like less peptides in it. But basically the people who thought that they consumed a 600 calorie indulgent milkshake, subjectively they felt fuller, but also physically their blood actually produced more ghrelin, which told their brain that they were full. You're the processor. You have input, you process it based on your subjective perspective, and that processing shapes the output. But as you get better as a processor at turning your experiences into benefits, into gains, what happens is as you transform, 
and you start creating more of what you want. So actually the quality of your inputs improves over time such that the quality of people you're around, the quality of information you consume, maybe the quality of food you eat, that the quality of inputs comes in and then you're then you're taking quality inputs with quality processing and that's where you get absurd outputs. So it's your choice what you create more of. The simplest activity and behaviors you simply write down the things that you liked and choose to find the needle in the haystack and then guess what's going to happen? You're going to start getting a lot more needles and better needles and essentially you're going to create the life you want. That's how you do it. I'm Dr. Benjamin Hardy. I'm an organizational psychologist. If you haven't yet read, read the book, The Gap and the Gain, check it out. Get it on Amazon, read the book. If you have read it, please leave a review. If you haven't read mine and Dan's new book, 10X is Easier Than 2X, please grab a copy. If you have read it, please leave a review. It would mean the world to me. These books are phenomenal. By the way, if you get the audiobook, if you're an audible listener, me and Dan do interviews and we interview each other uh, for bonus content, like three hours of bonus content, really deep material. Uh, I'll see you in the next episode. Have a great day. Please do that. Please just take the time right now. Even grab your journal and just write down three things about today that were good. Find them. Quality, qualia leads to more qualia. Focus on and expands. What you focus on, you create more of. What you're looking for, you'll create more of. How you frame your past is going to shape what you expect and what you get in your future. Look for the good, you'll get more good. Change how you process, then you'll ultimately change the quality of the inputs you get. Have an amazing day.